0: all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, AKA sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. So I've had a few questions come up that I want to definitely cover and a few words that I feel like should be defined a little bit more, especially if you're going to be listening to me and when I talk and if you're like, can you just like clarify that a little more? So I'm just going to cover a few questions that I've definitely had come up. Frequent questions that are great questions and words and things that are totally new to people. One of the biggest thing is kinks and what does that mean and Oh, does oh you must be a kinky bitch. You say the word kinks, you got kinks. Whoo, I'm thinking foot fetish. Like so let me just clarify what the word kinks actually is. I have a lot of people that ask about kinks actually, and the word kinks is referring to things that arouse you, things that you like, things that you find pleasurable. When it is defined as a kink, that just means that it is something pleasurable that is not related directly to procreating. So, that is the best way to define it. Kinks means anything that you find pleasurable that is not related directly to making a baby. Kinks can be all sorts of kind of things. It can be sexual. It can be non-sexual. It is anything that could turn you on. It could be a certain sex position. It could be wanting to use a blindfold. It could be wanting to have a certain ritual done before you have sex. It could be a certain food you want to eat with your, like it could be anything. How can you look into what some of your kinks are and discovering some of your kinks and what you like? I feel like that's something that I get asked a lot is where do I even start or how can I get into some of my kinks or can I, how can I share some of my kinks with my partner? IE, how about a, a client, you know, asking me, how could she get her partner to use handcuffs in the bedroom? First off, having those conversations of consent, are number one priority Even if you're married, I don't give a shit if you've been with your partner 20 years. You still need consent. Nobody owns your body. You own it. Permission should always be given. Having those conversations about consent and the communication too, you know, obviously if your partner is just like, that is a hard no for me, No, you know, I have trauma associated with that, or I just choose to say, no, that is not something I want to do, then you're going to have to respect that. However, if it's something that they're like, I'm just don't really know much about how to do it or, you know, how do we use handcuffs in the bedroom? A lot of the time, what I see is just a little insecurity. People are nervous. They don't know where to start. And so whenever I say, if you are doing, if you are wanting to get your partner involved in any of your kinks, number one, take the time to be on their time and give them time to think, give them education, maybe send them text info about it. Maybe just explain a little more what it looks like for you. Have that communication with them. And then also volunteer is tribute. When I say volunteer is tribute, if you're looking to integrate some handcuffs into the bedroom, the best way that you could do it is to say, Hey babe, so I got these handcuffs and I would love it if you would tie me to the bed, do whatever you wanted to me for five minutes, five minutes. We'll set a timer and I'm going to just handcuff myself and you can just clip me right to the bed and we'll see where the next five minutes go. Whew. You know anybody who's going to say no to that? I mean, there probably would be a few people out there and that's okay because we all don't like the same thing and that's okay. But I like to identify myself as a some. I'm going to try anything once and probably twice and maybe a third time. Sometimes the scene that you are looking to have with a partner is not going to happen without practice. And like I said, sex is a journey and it's not a destination. So what matters is all the little steps along the way, taking time, enjoying it, slow it the fuck down. First time using handcuffs might not be the picture that you imagine, and that's okay. The next time might be though, or the time after that, or you might have fun just experimenting around and seeing all the different things you can do with handcuffs. When it comes to different kinks, take your time and really slow it down have that communication with your partner and know that sometimes it can be a few times before you really find what you like about it. Biggest one I'm going to say with that is anal. I have so many clients who are like, Sierra, I'm struggling with anal. A lot of them are like, they've tried it once or twice. And I'm like, honey, whew, you're, you're going to take, it's going to take a few times of anal play and conversations and foreplay and actually practicing before you're going to comfortably have it. And some people, I would say out of the rare occasion, there are some people who are like, nope, I don't need any of that because I've had clients who are that way too. Very unique situations. Everyone is different. So how can you look into your kinks and maybe where can you start? It really starts by identifying what you don't fucking like. If you're like, wow, that's not what I expected you were going to (laughs) say. Have you ever actually sat down and wrote out things that are hard-nosed for you? Like, this will never happen. I want you to be open-minded, especially if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I already know like three things where I'm like that. I will never fucking do that. But let me just ask you, anything that you write down that you won't do, I want you to sit on Why? you won't do it. Are you saying no, because you feel like you're being forced into it because somebody else is forcing it on you. And you're like, I don't really know if I want that. And your partner's like, but I really want this. And you're just not really sure. Is it one of those situations? Or is it a, you know, this is just a hard limit for me. And I don't feel pleasure from that, that king and that's okay. Or is it a, I just don't really know much about it or I'm just unsure. Sit down and think of what you do not want. What are your hard no's? Because when you know your hard no's, then it's going to really help you identify your hard yeses, your fuck yeses. So maybe you're not sure where to start. Identify what you don't want and then you can kind of start to list out and pencil out things that you do want. Have you ever actually sat down and wrote out things that are make it or break it for your relationship? Or your sex life. When you think about it and you think about your sex life, that you absolutely, without a doubt, have to fucking have to be fulfilled. What fills that fucking cup? Damn it, it's here. You're talking about that fucking cup again being filled. Hate it when you talk about all these empty cups in my life and I don't wanna face the fact that some of them aren't fucking filled. Sorry, guys. It's the Unchained Sex cast. We're going to the hard places. Have you ever actually listed out what you want, what you have to have? in a sexual relationship what do you need what do you have to have there is a form that i'll be releasing here soon that'll help you identify these new areas and i did one similar last year I was actually really surprised when I did this form last year of some of the things that I actually wanted <laughs> or that I would do. I mean, whenever this when I say this form was detailed, I mean, like there's going to be so many things you didn't even know existed on the form. I'm the sex coach and there was so many things I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that was a thing. But hey, I was actually really surprised at some of the things that I wanted on there. And that some of the things that I would do, and again, it's also not surprising because you are continually evolving and changing. Something you like today, you might not like tomorrow. And that's okay. There is definitely, I have seen a shift, a hard shift, like things that I, if I look at some of my results and things that I did a year ago to now, it's like night and day. I mean, it is seriously so different. If you're not checking in with that yourself, Think of how much you have changed in a year. Think of how much you've changed in 10 years. We evolve, we change, and our desires change, and that's okay. Communication is key, though, and talking about what we want and tapping into our bodies and our desires is the only way that we can ever remain on the same page. Sometimes people's desires evolve and will fade apart, and some grow and evolve together, and either way is okay. You're going to feel what you feel and you are valid in what you feel. And you are not broken if things evolve and change. I truly believe that the universe aligns for us to be where we are supposed to be. I started my year thinking, what if this year I just decided to be immensely fucking grateful for everything that came my way? What if I just said thank you to every single lesson Every single thing I fucking hated, every good thing, every bad thing. What if I was just so fucking thankful for every single thing this year? And let me just say, some moments have been really hard. <laughs> My mind has shifted completely, thinking every lesson that comes to me and knowing that it's okay to evolve and it's okay to change. And that we are meant to change. The same person, if you're like, but I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That means you are evolving. You're becoming who you're supposed to become. You're living the journey that you were made to live. You feel what you feel. Sit with your desires knowing that they are fully validated. And they are O-fucking-K to want. If you're like, Sierra, oh my gosh, I love you. I have just been waiting for someone to tell me I'm not broken. I'm not needing to be fixed. And I will be the first person to tell you all day that you are not broken. You are valid in how you feel and you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be fulfilled. And especially when it comes to sex, because how many people are living unfulfilled sex lives? And you know what my biggest fight is? you. If you've talked to me before, you've probably heard me say this. Did you know? My morbid ass. I don't really, I really don't count myself as morbid. I honestly just think that we aren't promised life. I can't live my life knowing that I didn't live every day intentionally and grateful for every day. I am thankful for every day. You know, I might not say it every day, but it's damn near close whenever I get up or a moment in the day. I just say thank you. I say thank you for the food I'm eating. I say thank you for being here. I say thank you for being in my warm house. I say thank you because I woke up today and there is people, a lot of people that didn't wake up today. But statistics show that your sex life actually determines your overall quality of life. And this is the thing that we are most lacking in our education system. It is the most taboo subject in our in our culture. I'm not going to throw anybody else under the bus, but I know that our culture is seriously sexually suppressed. So you mean to say that your overall quality of life is determined by your sex life and how many of us are not living fulfilled sex lives. So when people come to me and they're like, well, I'm happy in every area, but my sex life. Okay. So you're not fucking happy. <laughs> That's kind of how I see it on my side as a coach. So when people are like, They just can't, they're not like, they're, they're just not at that breakthrough yet. And they're just like, but I'm, I'm happy. But in all these areas, except for, except for this area, but you know, like, it's okay. I'll just deal with it. Right? Like if it doesn't kill me, I'll just cope with it. It's fine. And meanwhile, I'm on this side going, so the biggest part of your life, you're not fucking happy with. (laughs) I don't think that means that you're, you're living a fulfilled life. You're not living a happy life. So if you need that rally person to let you know that You are totally fucking justified in your feelings and your desires, exploring your kinks and what that looks like for you. I definitely am going to challenge you guys to a little sexy chore today to maybe explore a little bit of your kinks. Maybe you've never really sat with what are things that you have to have? What are your make it or break it's in a relationship? What are your make it or break it's in your sex life? Because you are the one who determines that and sets that standard. So if you've never sat with that, I'm going to challenge you to a sexy chore. I want you to list out five things you want for your sex life. What are you going to manifest into your sex life? Hashtag sex goals. Bonus points. If you write out five things that you won't do, five things that you don't want in your sex life, your hard nose, what are your fuck nose and your fuck yeses? Let me know if you do this exercise. I would love to get your feedback and I will catch you guys on our next episode. I look forward to talking with you more all about your kinks and how fucking worthy you are. Thank you so much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast.